1: Hi LSPod Pod fans, it's J R here. fee and terms apply, See McDonald's.com. Hello and welcome to the Loaf Strangers,
0: a Swindon Town fan podcast with me, Rich Pullen, proudly sponsored by the STFC Official Supporters Club.
2: Rodgers is streaking ahead and he's onside, beautiful play, that is that! What a good shot, oh, it's goal, post for Shearer, goal! Well,
1: I will win this league anyway. Richard, he's hit it. It's Cadwell!
0: For agreeing to do this podcast for the listeners, I had a bit of a nightmare this week trying to secure a guest. I thought for the first time this season that there wasn't going to be a Thursday episode, but in step, Danny, and it kind of symbolizes what this club is all about at the moment. so Danny, thank you very much. no, you're very welcome. you're very welcome. It's good to be on okay, so I guess the first question for for you is. Danny Lee who are you? (laughs) So yeah uh, yeah my job as
2: I'm head of uh, head of ticketing at Swindon Town so uh, so yeah involved in the whole ticketing process so the match day fulfillment of tickets and uh, so yeah basically um, I'm the reason and and that everyone's got the ticket it's come through me at some point so whether it's a season ticket or a match ticket it's uh, yeah it's come through myself or my team so yeah that's that's my role here at the
0: club. You're you're local to Swindon, aren't you? So growing up, who did who did you support when you were younger?
2: Yeah, so I was born at Swindon at the old Princess Margaret in '92. So yeah, I was born there. I grew up in in Lechlade, so not far away. So yeah, I was I'm actually a Man United fan. Is uh, is my um, you know my fan? My dad's a Man United fan. So but obviously we used to go to some games at Swindon when I was little. Obviously used to when we used to play. I used to play for Fairford in the um, you know in the North Wiltshire leagues. So we used to we used to be have a decent team. So we used to tend to get to the final of quite a few times. So obviously all those finals were played at the County ground. So you know, there's loads of, uh, you know, the images we've got of myself as a little boy on the pitch and the play on the pitch things, which used to happen every summer. So that was always good. So yeah, I always sort of looked out for Swindon, um, you know, the results and things and um, yeah, it's funny how things turned out. But yeah, I am a Man United fan, obviously don't get to go as much as I have been, which I don't know if that's positive this season, <laughs> but yeah, um, but yeah, I do follow United and uh but yeah, you find yourself obviously working at Swindon, it's it's always a League Two results you look at first now, isn't it really? So it's um Premier League's not, you know, second to, to what League Two is at the moment. So um
0: I would say a large percentage of Swindonians are Manchester United fans.
2: <laughs> yeah, I think obviously growing up in, you know, my age group I think there's probably a, you know, with the class of ninety two and those sort of lot, I think there's a lot of people my age that are my United fans and probably 10, 15 years earlier than me there's everyone's a liverpool fan aren't they or you know because that's when they were successful and um you know my old was a sort of david beckham and you know paul Scholes, people like that growing up so you know there are people you want to watch and enjoy and again there's people that are probably 10 years older or younger than myself now and they're all probably chelsea fans and now it's city and and probably now coming back to liverpool as well so so yeah, it's uh, it does come around with that sort of success does help, doesn't it? I think so.
0: Do you remember the Swindon players that you saw when you used to go to the occasional trip to the county ground? Yeah, so well, obviously I
2: was I was quite lucky at that stage. So obviously when Charlie Austin and all those guys were there, which was really interesting to go and watch. And Billy Painter, I remember actually going to the Leeds game, which was really good. I went to the playoff final. Bit of a you know plastic fan, I think people might call me. To be fair, the big games. I used to play golf up at Rag Barn when I was little, and quite a few of the players used to play up there. So actually, I was lucky enough to play with people like John Paul McGovern. I even played with Stephen Darby a few times, so which was quite good when he was on loan. So, um, so yeah, it was great to um, great to sort of be around it. Obviously, I didn't really appreciate it as much as probably I would now, if, if if that. But it was good to be sort of around some of the first team players and and see them play. So
0: always ages me. When I ask that question I always expect yeah. people to say like <laughs> Paul Bowden or John Monker and then you go and say Charlie yeah. Austin and it makes me think, Man, yeah. I'm getting older.
2: Well it's been amazing. obviously like the over the last few years we've had obviously the the, the anniversaries of the obviously the fiftieth anniversary of the nineteen sixty nine then obviously the twenty fifth anniversary of the night you know, the ninety ninety three promotion. So it's been you know, I've it's been great to sort of actually, you know, hear stories and photos and, and actually get in amongst it a bit more and stuff which you no, know, and obviously I wasn't, I was only very little at well, one, not even born when the other ones, so it was, it was, it's been great actually the last couple of years to really, you know, actually learn about it, get amongst it and actually hear people speak about it and see some of the photos and things, it's just amazing, isn't it? So it's, uh, yeah, it's good to be a part of.
1: You
0: even got to be in the presence of the great Nesta Lorenzo in the last year. <laughs> yeah, few. that was amazing, obviously, I never, obviously,
2: a whole oh, man's up when you sort of said about him coming to the ground, I'd never even heard of him, so it was, uh, but then, you know, actually speaking to him and Googling him and speaking, you know, he's, the things at the World Cup and and the people he's worked with. And just unbelievable, isn't it? In Argentina. And yeah, it was it was amazing, actually, just to hear the stories about, about the people he'd been around and things. So, yeah, that was a good day. So it was nice.
0: How does somebody go down the path of becoming head of ticketing at a at a football club so let's start right so what what were you into academically what were you like before you so I always
2: um obviously I've I've always been passionate about sport and and that sort of thing um when I was growing up actually I wanted to be a you know a journalist actually I almost uh, you know wanted to be like Jeff Shreves you know on Sky Sports and pitch side things like that and which was which was great you know and obviously you have to do the journalism degrees and things like that and I looked at that and but then I did work experience at the Swinning Advertiser, actually, randomly when I was little, and I went on the did a bit on the sports desk. I went to a, Paul Sturrock was the manager at the time. I went to a Tuesday night game, I think, and it was a nil-nil. I can't remember the game, but it was a, it was a nil-nil, and it was a late one, and everyone was scrambling to finish the deadlines and and things. And I think, God, this isn't quite as as glamorous as it looks on the, <laughs> on the Sky Sports studios. You know, your local paper wasn't quite quite the same. And then the next day, I think I spent the day in uh, in the town center asking people what their favorite type of apple was you know <laughs> so I think that sort of sort of switched me off a little bit I think I think you know I thought oh do you know what it isn't maybe quite what it was so yeah I sort of was looking at different things and then I thought I sort of fell into uh, you know I'm quite sort of I talk to anyone really I think I'm quite personable so I sort of fell into a uh, working for an events management company so when I fell out of uh, out of school that was great so I got involved in that which I was total tasked with selling the sports and entertainment packages, basically. So anything from, you know, football, obviously a passion. So I spent a lot of time doing that. So we sold executive packages for, you know, Wembley, Chelsea, Arsenal, Tottenham, things like that. And then also rugby, Six Nations, Wimbledon, you know, the races, things like Ascot, concerts. So, yeah, it was quite a wide range of things, really, which was actually quite good because you sort of get a good idea of, you know, what you like, what you don't like you know which was really interesting actually so sort of sort of fell into that and then obviously during that time I really sort of uh, noticed that I you know, I got a real passion for the actual event and, and not necessarily just the sales process of it but the actual fulfillment of an event so you know the, the planning of it the actual you know the log- logistics of working on the event and then actually seeing it through to the end so it's sort of quite a good 360 event really so I then decided to do a bit of freelance work where I worked uh, for the NFL for a little bit I did a couple of the the NFL London games so at Twickenham and Wembley which was good good experience did the Carabao Cup final against Man United Southampton which Ben sort of reminds me of you know weekly because he was there and you know we ruined it at the end with Zlatan scored at the end so that was good fun so yeah sort of got got involved in that and sort of sort of went from there really
0: when did you when did you move to your role at Swindon so yeah I started in in
2: August of 2017 Mm -hmm. so yeah sort of the role sort of came up really i think mark isaacs actually we spoke on linkedin a little bit we've been speaking about a few things the chief operating officer who currently is still there as well um yeah we sort of chatted about things and then sort of an opportunity come up and he said at the time i didn't necessarily have any ticketing experience in terms of using systems etc but i'd you know obviously passionate about football know know the club and and know about you know engaging with fans and, and try to bring a bit more of a personal touch to it and and try and improve the engagement and bring sort of my expertise or my view on it. And yeah, so started then and and sort of went from there. So yeah, it took a little bit of time to get used to everything, but everyone was really friendly and it was great. It's a great team we've got at the club. And yeah, sort of it it takes a bit of time to try and put your own stamp on things. But I think we're, we're now sort of at a stage where I think the ideas we sort of tried to get involved are now starting to sort of become become common practice people are starting to get notice and things and and yeah it's, it's really good
0: and we'll talk about those things in in just a moment absolutely so yeah. you've got yourself who fell into sort of employment and you went on your path straight from school you've got like ben hook who does what he does and he went through the university system but knowing what ben did and knowing what you did it's just a case of just doing stuff volunteering working yeah just just building 100%. up a profile isn't it
2: Yeah I think for me it's about personally I think it's all about you know experience and getting experience in in an industry that you're interested in and that's what people will you know there's probably people out there who are far more qualified than me in terms of doing that at the time but actually because you because you are a personal person and you've got experience of doing actually you know you might be able to come out of a uni degree and have the best you know degree ever but you might not mean you'll be great at that job or fit into that club so Obviously, especially if you're a small club like Swindon, you know, in terms of the employment, the employees that are there, it's you know, it's important that you obviously fit in and you get on and, and you know, it's it's about a personal basis really rather than just, you know, one of a number, so to speak. So, yeah, I think unless you, you know, unless you necessarily need to have a degree and be a doctor, et cetera, I think it's all about really experience and, and working hard and, you know, and generally I think if you work hard at something, you can you can generally achieve it if you keep working hard and you set your mind to it, so...
0: Yeah, I think if you want to work in football, whether you're at university or you're or yeah. you're working in an office, it's a case of getting stuck in, isn't it? And volunteering and, yeah. and, and just and just doing what 100%. you can and taking it from there. Cool. So yeah. you arrive in 2017, where I mean it's quite a challenge for you, really, because 2017 is the, our first season back in League yep. Two, and we've stayed there ever since at time yep. of recording hopefully that will change shit soon. Um <laughs> this is a challenge for you especially someone who's new to this job and this role and yep. is is what is your task ultimately at that early stage? Well I think obviously at the time yeah like I said you, you've just
2: obviously just been relegated that season and obviously season ticket numbers are down on what you know they were the previous years for obvious reasons so you want to come in and make a good impression in terms of, yeah, you get, you know, sales up, et cetera, and things like that, and and get people in. And and obviously people are a little bit, the atmosphere, you know, with the fan base, obviously, because it's just been relegated, isn't quite as positive as maybe it has been. So it is a tricky, like I said, it's a tricky time for everyone around the club in terms of, you know, trying to do things. So, but yeah, it's just been for us, really, it's just about it, you know, from the, from the get go really is, has been all about trying to obviously get people in, and in, improve things but obviously you know offer much more than just a, a ticket and, and add value for money and you know make everything really not necessarily about the results on the pitch because yes this season they've been great and the football's been really good but you know in league two it's not necessarily all about that you know yourself there's teams you play against and you know and the fans will know that they, they travel around there's some dirty teams out there in terms of the way that the football's it's not great is it you know Newport for example you know it's not a you know you don't really wanna be watching that every week if you're a Newport fan, do you it's not uh, it's not interesting to watch, so you can't and some teams make it very difficult you know it's not great viewing, so it's important for us to really make it about you know the shared experience about being with fans with about being with friends family a great day out rather than you know saying you're gonna we're gonna win three nil every week you know that's what we started out doing really, and just made a point of you know we're swinging town. The atmosphere is all you know. It's great. It's good atmosphere. We're trying to get people to the ground. You know, it's about being with people that you wouldn't necessarily mix with. You know, on a day-to-day basis, and just that shared experience, and and enjoy it with us. And and that's what we've sort of started. You know, made it all about really, and try to take a bit of a, the results away from from the sales aspect of it. And I think that's really actually improved everything. And I think the atmosphere now, in terms of of where we are from when I started, is much more positive. And yeah, I think the atmosphere just general around the club. And I think that there's no there's no coincidence that I think the attendances have jumped massively um and improved since that time that we've we've been here. So yeah, it's all it's all good really.
0: The first manager that you have football wise yeah. is, is David Flitcroft, who yeah. for the majority of the season we're we're looking it's kind of like what Bradford City are doing now where they're on the periphery of the playoffs but the stuff isn't yeah. quite clicking. But yeah. the accusation was always we're not being entertained, wasn't it? The the football wasn't the classiest that we've We've been used to over the years. And I always find it interesting because I'm a more relaxed football fan in the sense of when I buy a football ticket, I don't buy a ticket expecting to win. I don't necessarily buy a ticket, expect to be entertained. I buy a a football ticket because I'm addicted to football and I support Swindon Town. I don't really think anything beyond that. But we do have this increase because of social media and things like this now of fans getting refunded tickets because of poor performances. And do you think think that's the way to go? No, you know, it's
2: it's difficult, you know, especially at League One, League Two level, ticket sales are a huge part of income for a football club you know there's there's not the huge amount of tv money and revenue from things like that so it is a huge amount and like you said it's you know you can't from us you know you can't set a president of you know performances because it's you just get yourself into how do you how does it what it's all down to opinion isn't it and who thinks was that a bad performance was it not you know hmm. how do you do that it's uh yeah it's a tricky one really isn't it but yeah like you said there's there's an element of people that you know and I I completely agree with that people when you compare it potentially to you know a day out for example and that's why we try to make our family packages that we are doing our ticket sales much more cost effective this year so you know it's, it's on par with bowling cinema swimming things like that and I think actually for what we offer here in terms of of the packages that we do offer is great value for money in terms of the grounds I mean I'm sure again yourself and some of the fans have been to some stadiums in League Two where the facilities are you know, terrible. And, you know, even at Luton away, is one strings to mind where you can't even see the pitch at, at, <laughs> if you're at the back of the ground. So, you know, there's some whether you've got huge things in the way or, you know, it, it's it's the facilities are really poor. So um, in terms of what we offer and the pitch being fantastic and the football is off, I think there is, you know, value for money at the county ground is is pretty good considering considering uh, other clubs. And again, I'm sure some of the clubs will see where other teams charge you know, for, for tickets and, and prices and what they pay to away games. And, and actually for behind the, you know, Northampton, for example, this week, you know, coming up next weekend is £22 for an adult behind the goal. You know, compare that to the town end, is 19. So it's good value for money at Swindon and, uh,
0: you know, longer may it continue, really. How tough is it to push wriggle room for pricing of tickets?
2: It, it is difficult, isn't it? I mean, you're, we're always looking at ways to do things, um, what we can do. Um, you know people will always say you know you know I know the manager said it about as well earlier on the phone in in terms of you know the 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 one we hear all the time is put the kids in the bank for a quid all that stuff which is which is a great idea in terms of that but in terms of you know the average attendance is a seven and a half you know we've still got plenty of room around the ground apart from Saturday obviously in terms of offering those things for the fans there's obviously lots of costs involved which do come with the bank the facilities aren't as obviously It's an older area. It's not very used very much, so the facilities aren't as great as some of the other areas of the ground. And if you're a first time fan as well, and you're a kid, and you're going to get absolutely, you know, weed on potentially by the rain, it's not a great first time experience, is it? So obviously, we want to get as many people into the ground. But obviously, if that's you know not conducive to a great experience for them, if you're a first time family, for example, and and, you know you're coming to the ground, you get put on the bank, and it's it's not as great. You know, the concourse is not obviously as great. You know, might get wet. The seats necessarily aren't as as good as some of the other ones because obviously to the elements a lot more so you know you might think oh this isn't as good as i'm not going to come back so we want to try and obviously give everyone the biggest and the best experience here at Swindon town football club that we can but yeah obviously we're always looking at prices and to be honest we're the last season in terms of a season ticket price we were the fifth cheapest in league two which like i said the only teams above us were teams like cheaper that were like grimsby i think crew and all up north really so which is obviously comparable to the cost of living which is obviously a little bit cheaper up north as well so you know again for what we offer in terms of facilities you know the ground is obviously a lot more modern and a lot more better viewing you know look at the Don Rogers for example there isn't really a bad seat in the house in the Don Rogers you can see from everywhere so yeah I think what we offer is is good and we try and keep obviously ticket prices you know good and competitive which I think we do obviously it becomes a lot cheaper with a season ticket, which is what it should be. And then obviously for the year we do incentives. So we've done obviously the junior takeover day where we've had kids in free community days, bring a friend for a tenner, you know, obviously the six game bundles are on sale now, which you can buy up until next Saturday. And yeah, so obviously trying to offer, you know, flexible ways for, for fans to buy tickets and save money. Cause obviously we know that, you know, there's plenty of things that can be done on a Saturday and, and uh, you know we understand that there's people that have a uh, limit you know work and, and family commitments that so can't necessarily have, do a season ticket so if we can offer certain flexible ticket prices which we which we do do with our six game packages then it offers people a little bit more of a, you know a cost saving and obviously allows them to get into the ground definitely who's foley far side is bowling odin's cross up in the air belgate Punches away, comes to McLaren who hits it through a crowd of players and he's found a net. That could well be the winning goal with just three and a half minutes remaining of extra time. Ross McLaren, his third goal of the season, second in the Littlewoods Cup, through a crowd of Bolton players and into the back of the net.
0: You're listening to the Low Strangers podcast, proudly sponsored by the STFC Official Supporters Club. Let's stay with club community engagement because it is yep. a really important area for for a tu- for any club in League One and League Two. And as you said, there's been plenty of stuff, you know, weather permitting. There's been the fan zones. There's been the the, the junior takeover day. Mm-hmm. What? How do you sort of collate the success of that? Is it based on just the individual day or based on who's coming back afterwards?
2: Yeah, obviously we've we've done lots of things. So obviously, with like said so the things that you've done. Uh, the junior taker David the Dave's great and yeah obviously how we do it we work quite closely with the community which is the uh, foundation which is great I know other clubs don't necessarily work as well but obviously the relationship between us and them is fantastic we work really well together and yeah so we work in partnership with those sort of things when we go in with the schools uh, the community project disabled groups um, lots of things like that so yeah we obviously try and increase the boost the attendance for that day obviously it's a little use it as a little bit of a you know a bit of a loss leader sometimes because obviously we do a community rate tickets at five pounds etc for the adult that comes with the free kid and things like that which we did for the junior day um so obviously those adults may be coming already you don't necessarily it's not always easy to track but You want them to get a big attendance and obviously get them in and and fingers crossed, have a good day with us. And then you've obviously then got their data, which we can then obviously market to. And hopefully they come back again. And I think there was a a good article, actually, that Ben put in the programme with a gentleman that he is somewhat he's going to Liverpool game I think he started watching the World Cup you know and he and he wanted to go to watch England play and obviously that wasn't able to do so and then he wanted to watch Liverpool and obviously again it's not easy to get Liverpool tickets and he did the my first game initiative with us and uh, and now they've he's signed up as a junior red and he comes every week and he buys a program every week he buys a ticket he's you know he loves it and that's the sort of thing that we we've had and there's been so many examples of that that we see people that came to those days and are now coming with you know coming every week and really enjoying it and they've they've, they've got the spinning scars got the spinning hats and you know there's what did it for me is that obviously when we did a we did a community we handed out obviously 200 free season tickets at the start of the season to schools that work with the community which was great um but we did a when we launched that across school we did a, a day and, and richie and um i think dion matthew bowdry uh, jerry doughty all went down and did like a little session with the kids and sort of we launched it and you know there was probably everyone had a Barcelona shirt or a Chelsea shirt or you know etc and it was there was very limited sort of Swindon shirts and we sort of thought we thought well we need to sort of let's 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 keep this going and see where we are and then you know six months later at the at the, the junior party and the Christmas time there's a photo and literally every single kid has got Swindon gear on whether it's a shirt whether it's a hat whether it's you know there's there's one city shirt on the side I think and a Liverpool shirt and the rest is all Swindon which is which sort of shows the the difference and and those sort of things are great because you've getting more more and more kids in which which to be honest is the future of the club isn't it so and that's where where for me that's where we want to really target and and bring sort of those future generations into the into the town and I think the issue is there's a lot of people in Swindon now that's new to Swindon, so they're obviously they're not from Swindon but they live in Swindon now, so they might have football allegiances. Obviously the parents might be a Tottenham fan or a Chelsea fan but they now live in and work in Swindon and their kids are born in Swindon so why don't we we need to engage with those youngsters at an early age before they sort of make their footballing decision so to speak. I think if you can connect with them and interact with them at that age between sort of say I don't know four to nine maybe before I think after the age of ten you're probably set aren't you in in what team you're going to support so if we can really engage with them in the schools and the community areas and get them in swindon shirts and get them with posters of owen doyle jerry yates and and things like that up around the bedrooms and you know that's what we want and then they're therefore gonna be fans for life hopefully or at least you know at least be the second team which they'll come and watch which is what we want really
0: when it comes to schools are they proactive in approaching the club or is it very much geared towards swindon having swindon town having to do the work
2: so to speak no it's, it's a bit of both I think it's you know I think it does depend on some of the individual schools in terms of who's promoting that if there's a PE teacher that's involved or a headmaster that happens to be a big Swindon town fan then that probably <laughs> that pushes pushes the motivation to engage but we're you know we're we work with the community in terms of all their co- you know they work with probably well, we gave the season ticket holder the season tickets to ten schools that they work with, and that was probably only a third of the schools that they work with. So they branch all the way from all Swindon, I think, Womborough and Marlborough. I think are some of the places they even go to. So, um, and obviously some Gloucestershire schools as well. So there's lots of areas which they go to. So yeah, we try and obviously with, within the players' schedules, we try and get down and at least go and see them. And, and uh, you know, because as a kid growing up, if you know, personally for me, you know, the way I see it is you know, everything we try and do at swimming, and I try and look at it from that point of view as when I was a kid, you know, what did I really want? And that was, if I was at school and David Beckham came to my school, I'd be absolutely buzzing. You know, and when I used to go and watch Man United as a kid, the first thing my mum would say is, you know, how was, how was the game? And the first thing I'd say when I come back was that I saw Paul goals in the car park, you know, or, or it wasn't the goal that Ronaldo scored or it wasn't, it was the fact that I got close as possible to that person that I idolised. And, we're lucky at Swindon, obviously, because it's a smaller club. We can take the players in, and it's a lot easier. They haven't got quite as many commitments in terms of commercial and sponsorship things to be done. So, we're lucky in that sense that we can really go in and and just to see the looks on the faces of the kids, it just makes a difference, really. And if we can get them idolising the players and wanting to go and see the players, and you know, the amount of people now that want Doyle on the shirt or Doughty on the shirt or you know, people like that, and Grant, you know, it's it's been. It's it's great to see, really. So, yeah, that's what we've tried to do.
0: When I was a kid... Uh, I remember Mark Robinson, the old right back, coming to yeah. Reflections nightclub for <laughs> what is known as a nappy night, and uh, and and just smiling and waving, and it, and it made my year. But yeah. I mean, I'm I'm from West Wiltshire, and we lose. It's a big county, and West Wiltshire and South Wiltshire, for example, lose a lot of fans to the Bristol clubs and yeah. to Southampton. Is there any attempt to engage with, say? the Melkshams and the Bradford and Avons and Trowbridges and Westbury's and Warminster's or is it just too far away geographically is it just not logistical is there just no demand
2: no I think we have quite a lot of fans that are in um postcodes around you know the Melksham devices areas um and also even Gloucestershire areas so Stroud there's a lot of fans Stroud Gloucester Gloucester areas so yeah obviously we you know in terms of getting out to the to those schools you know the community again do a lot of work in those areas obviously we haven't got a huge team to be able to get out into those to those areas but when we do have time in terms of uh especially in the off season you know once it's once it's calmed down a little bit we're back into poor the pre-season starts there'll be a lot more in terms of getting out into six side tournaments and where we have a bit more time to be able to really get out and engage with with those with those areas and yeah we're always looking at new areas to push and obviously it's hard to get to everyone. But mm. yeah, there's there's always efforts to do and in terms of, of what we're trying to do, there's obviously a big, you know, we are the only professional club in Wiltshire so there's a big, big area that we can attract fans from and fans do travel. I mean, even as far as, you know, Manchester, Devon, you know, Cornwall, there's fans that come every week which I just think is absolutely amazing. And But yeah, we do try and get to as many as many places as we can and we're not trying to, we're not just focusing on Swindon itself because we appreciate those, those big areas but yeah, it is a, we're trying to do as much as we can and and we will continue to do so in the summer as
0: well yeah and there's other communities in swindon as well of course is there any engagement with with other communities within the town
2: yeah absolutely yeah so we've done uh there's been definitely some work that we've done with lots of different uh groups so especially around the ground because there's obviously where we are located in swindon there's obviously different minorities and things around which is which is great that we've tried to get involved with them um invite them down there's been games where we invite them down and even i think i don't know if you saw but the drove school the lad that was from afghanistan i think he was from that when kane did the shirt for him and things like that and it's you know we really tried to uh engage with everyone and and everyone you know i think we pride ourselves at swindon to be you know there's to be all-inclusive for everyone and, and, you know, regardless of where you're from and, and uh, your background, you're in Swindon and we want you all to be a part of it. And, and I think there's been a lot of negative press around, you know, dirt certain things and that's happened in football, Premier League and things like that. So I think Swindon, you know, we got the Family Excellence Award back last season, which was fantastic for the first time in seven years. And I think people you know the first thing that people say to me and i hear around is like you know everyone's really friendly swindon's a a friendly club and it's you know and that's what we really pride ourselves on i think and and i think everyone in the community can see that so yeah it's good
0: so what's your day-to-day week-to-week responsibilities
2: yeah, so obviously the fulfilment of tickets, obviously. So it's it's interesting because each week brings its own challenges because you've got obviously bigger games, you've got you know certain things that need to be addressed and and things like that depending on who you're playing. Again, you know, you, you put it that way, you've gone from I think it was seven seven four, I think crew was the attendance, I think up to thirteen thousand in in the space of two weeks or whatever. So so have you know that difference is definitely lots of things that have to be done, but yeah, the fulfillment of tickets, so obviously on, online orders have to be processed. Uh, lots of emails, set up, in, set up games in terms of being on sale for away games, um, and just dealing with, you know, trying to improve things with, with the fans and in, in customer service sort of thing. So it's, we, you know, we're like, so we're quite a small team, so there's lots of, we only have a couple of full-time staff in the shop as well which obviously the ticket office is through the shop not as separate as it used to be so yeah there's lots of things that need to be done on a day-to-day basis in terms of that so it's just managing that and making sure everyone has got their tickets and uh, and come kick off everyone's okay so yeah there's a lot of a uh, lot of things that go into it and just making a what come three o'clock and it seems like it's mental obviously you get three o'clock and then by five o'clock it's all <laughs> everyone's gone
0: it's
2: <laughs> so all the work you know so it, so saturday was a prime example you know it's two weeks really of just been absolutely mental and it's been fantastic and really hard work for everyone and then suddenly by you know the ground's absolutely buzzing three o'clock and then within two hours it's completely empty and it's eerie so it's just it's weird how it just after all that <laughs> work it's all done but it makes it all worthwhile when you get results like uh like saturday so
0: yeah, and as you mentioned there, there was a huge influx of, of floating supporters, so to speak, 3,937 yeah. extra Swindon fans within a week from yeah. the Port Vale to the Exeter game, which is unheard of given the fixture that, yeah, I know it was yeah. first versus second, but in early February... Yeah. still a lot of football to be played and things like that so how did that happen was that purely Owen Doyle hype or was the club subtly on a push to get people in was it just capitalizing on the on the very good transfer markets yeah I think it's
2: I think it's a, a combination of lots of things obviously yeah. that even before the transfer window really kicked in with the players the game was very busy because of being top of the table clash you know things like that and obviously I think it, it comes with that uh, with with hype around. We've obviously pushed it a little bit. We've been the shots have been sent out and dealing with that, um, pushing it a little bit on social media. Obviously, Ben does a good job in terms of that with po- posting things. So I think it, it, you know things fans especially. It was for me as Sweden, a lot of it is getting into community, but obviously the word of mouth in terms of fans getting fans. And I think when you when you sort of get a week before, people can get a you know, you get a real good vibe about the game, you know, and, and about that week. And it was a really positive week with, you know, the signings. And obviously Colchester result wasn't a great result in terms of that. But that didn't stop anything. Couldn't, you know, each day we thought, you know, this sales would be X amount. And then it was just above and beyond what we thought. And I think the more and more the sales were growing, people obviously... You know i've seen people that on the facebook groups that counted seats that were left you know <laughs> as of as of two o'clock there were so many blue dots available to buy you know and things like that i've seen posts so i think it really you know when it's like away games isn't it when you see you know the ground it, it's starting to fill up when something becomes popular and people are starting to see it's going to be oh, saturday's going to be massive then oh let's go and it just built and grew and grew and, and obviously the doyle factor really helped and i think uh, you know the, what the manager says in terms of what he says in terms of pushing things and you know it's a combination of lots of things really but it's yeah it was amazing to see and you know it was, a, it was a really busy week but it was uh you know, well worth it and I think it's just great that obviously everyone seem is on the same page I think you know previous potentially other managers and, and Richie's really behind what you know he really delivers what he says is going to do so as a, from my point of view it's fantastic because he can you know, I can say things to him and, and he can and he can do it and we know that he's gonna back it, you know, and he's not gonna say something and then actually when it comes to it he doesn't do it or, you know, whatever he actually means what he says and he's it's fantastic to have that, especially for community engagement stuff that we do in terms of you know, we need to get some players down, he just goes, Yep, that's what's well, you know, either Noel or himself will sort it out and say, Look, you'll have these guys and they'll be there and he tells the players you'll be there and and the players want to do it as well. They really want to be there and they really enjoy it. So, yeah, it's having everyone on the same page really helps. And the work that was, was done with all the fans and getting everyone in and, and a bit of social media push obviously helps things. And, yeah, it was amazing to see everyone there, wasn't it? So, Absolutely. well, considering the difference, I think the last you know Sheffield United 5-5 playoff was 13,065, I think. So to have more fans in on Saturday than we did for that, I think to me is just incredible. <laughs> you know, just for a, a league, game against Exeter. Yeah. You know, even Exeter brought a lot of fans, but they're not a, it's not it's not a Man United, it's not a Leeds United, is it I think. It's just, it's a they're they're a good club, but they're not as big as those clubs. So to have that many people just for a league game it, like you said in February, you know, it is is actually it's astonishing I think. It's fantastic. So but it also shows to me the the real um, the potential of, of of everything around it and actually when you know, when things are, are going well, you know the potential is is there and the fan base is there and actually the atmosphere was was fantastic and I think especially those last 10 15 minutes when it was a bit edgy with the wind and that's the difference to having those fans there and I think people don't necessarily think oh it's the results they'll play how they play but it makes a massive difference to, to having that atmosphere there and I think the last few games I think crew you know especially where we had a bit of a depleted team you know, to get that win with the with the crowd was absolutely fantastic. And the atmosphere, I think everyone can see for themselves. It's, it's been unreal the last few weeks and, and it's just grown and grown. So the players know the difference, the, the team can feel the difference, the staff and everyone can feel the difference behind it. And I think now coming to the county ground, there's a real positive, you know, positive atmosphere at the ground and everyone's really looking forward to the games. And I was speaking to, um, Ben the other day, and he was saying that so obviously Bowdry and I think uh, Jerry was saying that you know when they're warming up, you know the town End on Saturday they were banging goals in in the warm up, and the Town End was full already twenty minutes before kick off, and they're absolutely buzzing when they get into that changing room and in the tunnel they know that when they come out there's going to be a real atmosphere in the ground and it's not it's not dead, so it's fantastic. So get everyone there, and we, we like say we urge you to keep coming out and supporting the, the club and, and and push promotion, and like you said it, it makes a big difference to. Not necessarily financially, it's it's more about having just the people in the ground, you know. People, everyone wants to play in front of a, a packed ground and it will spur them on and really helps that final, you know, five, ten minutes. Just like Saturday, I think, previous years, I think we might have conceded in those last, it was tough with the conditions, wasn't it, So. To hold out and I think there was times where the players put their body on the line and every header was cheered and tackle was cheered. And I think there's one moment where Grant sort of won a free kick, I think, right in front of the Don Rogers, and it just erupted like a goal with about 90th minute. Mm-hmm. And I think you know, that sort of you know, the fan the players can really feed off that and I think it makes a massive difference. So yeah, it was amazing. So keep coming as well, we can say.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you sit at your desk after a game like Exeter and you think fantastic and then you see there's two tricky away games coming up so does that mean you go into overdrive to try and get some of those ten thousand fans back or is really the onus on swindon fans to go do you know what i enjoyed that i'm gonna go back how how does it work in that respect
2: yeah obviously we know we want to obviously when you win a great result you want to push it and milk it a little bit and obviously get people there and the highlights and you know etc and push it what it's all about um but like I said, the onus is on you know us as a club to promote that to fans. It's a, you know we need to market it and push it and and you know almost not be shy of the product that we offer because it is a fantastic product at the moment and the county ground is a great place to be be which is which is what we want to show to fans. But like you said, it, it, there is also an element of you know the fans because they're our best marketing tool. To be honest, you know speaking to people and saying you know did you go to the game on Saturday? And I think you know not being funny, there's probably not many people in Swindon that live in Swindon that don't know somebody that didn't go on Saturday. You know, there'll be someone, a brother, or a, a dad, a sister, a daughter, a son, you know, that, that was at the game. They all, you know, so it, it, we urge people to obviously, you know, just, you know, don't be shy. You know, Swin- it's, it's fantastic to support Swindon at the moment. It's a great place to be and it's a good, you know, it's a good thing to be a part of and I think everyone's enjoying being part of it and, you know, don't be shy about, you know, bring friends and, and tell them about it, bring them along and that's what it's all about really but yeah we don't you know we don't rely like I said we try not to rely too much on results and just be you know just keep doing what we're doing and and pushing pushing things out there and just like you said getting 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 Swindon Town into um, you know into the eye of people really and obviously I know Doyle's goal scoring exploits have been great and we've had a lot of national coverage which is good and but it's not just things like that that have been great. It's you know obviously we did a we had some great feedback from the My First Game stuff that we've been doing. I think the Rose story, which where she was mascot for a game, was fantastic. Which we got a lot of attention from BBC and things like that. Obviously the Stephen Derby things that we've been doing with the Derby Rimmer Foundation has been great. So but it's not just the football side that has helped promote Swindon. I think there's lots of things that we've we've done off and on the pitch which has helped. And I think it's all sort of come together. And I think Saturday was a sort of a culmination of that and like I said to have eleven thousand home fans pretty much, you know, is, is fantastic. So like I said, Scunthorpe won't bring as many as Exeter. So if we can uh we can keep pushing and like you said get if we could get nine thousand or whatever, or even ten thousand would be fantastic. So like I said, let's keep keep it going and yeah, and just um hopefully, you know, keep supporting the club. I know obviously there's certain things that money and things like that. There's lots of games in, in February with with home and away games. So but like I said, we urge you to keep keep coming and and keep supporting the club definitely
0: and hopefully they'll keep giving owen doyle phantom goals <laughs> yeah i mean i it was a difficult angle. i was in the ark so obviously
2: <laughs> the, the angle looked like he sort of maybe flipped it off but he, he wheeled away sort of celebrating but yeah they, the sky Bet seem to keep going on about they've given it to him haven't they still, but, uh,
0: still his it's still
2: his Is it time haven't quite spoken up to him about it but i'm not sure what he thinks <laughs> but i'm sure being a striker he's uh, yeah he's claiming it for himself
0: when you do a lot of Work for match days. How frustrating is it when things like the weather create yeah. things like the fan zone issues that have happened?
2: Yeah, definitely frustrating. It's it is frustrating to to get involved because obviously, like you said, you can't plan that, and these things are not planned the day before. You know, you've got to there's weeks you know and and in advance of having to plan things. Obviously, you look at the weather and you might think, oh, you know, that looks all right, but you know, then suddenly. you know know, on the fans as well it seems to always be ridiculously windy on a match day at Swindon these days this season it's just been you know even Carlisle the first game of the season when we went into launch it was like 40 degree uh, 40 mile an hour wind you know you think (laughs) where's that come from so obviously there's certain obviously safety aspects which have to be done you know and things like that and obviously we're trying to try new things and obviously it's frustrating when things can't happen so we are looking at obviously alternatives of how we can combat that and And keep improving what we're doing but uh yeah it is frustrating um but like I said sometimes there's there's nothing you can can be done about that but like I said I know it's obviously difficult for fans when you see something you know it's happened that it doesn't doesn't happen but obviously we always you know there's we're trying every week to try and bring something different and bring something new to the ground so I think you saw a couple of weeks ago we had the DJ there as well live DJ set outside the ground which is something a bit new something a bit different which we brought in and yeah like I said I'm always you know for me I'm you know I'm lucky at Swindon that we can, I can go to Steve probably a bit too much, the chief exec and and say ideas. He's probably like, Danny, leave me alone, you know, but I can go in and speak to him about, you know, things and ideas I've got or, you know, whatever. And and to be honest, we're lucky at Swindon that we can try things and, and, you know, and I'm always keen to try something once, you know, if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. But, you know, I think in order to be able to push things forward and move and develop, I think it's important that you always try new things and, the fan zones and, and fan experience, you know, like I said, in offering value for money, we always trying to add something to the match day that's free for families and, and, and people to do. So if we can try and improve things and, and try different things, then, then we will do so and we'll continue to do so, you know, and we, like I said, I'm, you know, I'm quite open on social media. I'm on Facebook groups and things like that to have a look and see what fans are talking about and what fans want. And like I said, we're always interested, you know, we're not, we're not saying we're not, stubborn in what we were saying in terms of that we're going to do this and we don't you know, we don't care about what the fans think it's about you know we want you know, at the end of the day we welcome feedback from what you guys and, and the supporters supporters want to see and if if you want to let us know what ideas you want to see and things like that then we can always look into them it's it's interesting to see because there's probably some great ideas ideas out there that necessarily I haven't thought of but it's uh yeah there's always things behind it and probably we're always trying to do new things obviously there's Costs of things there's safety aspects and things which a lot of red tape in certain in, <laughs> certain things you try and do which have to be cleared but we're always like so we're always trying to do new stuff and um yeah keep looking out really because we'll, we'll continue to do things so
0: and we're heading now towards season ticket season for you aren't we so do you we get are, lots <laughs> of, <laughs> so do we get lots of suggestions for that as well
2: yeah we've had like you said it's been fantastic this year to be honest because we've had I've already had lots of people coming in saying when are they on sale or you know, can I buy one now? And you know, it's uh it's great. So yeah, we've we're gonna be doing something, you know, the the whole uh campaign will be really cool and interesting. So I think people keep an eye on for that and I think um people really like what we're doing. So it's uh yeah, a bit of a tease there, but we'll have to you'll have to wait and see. But it will be great and um yeah, I think everyone will 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 like what we're doing. So so yeah, we'll be um that'll be launched fairly soon. So yeah, it will be obviously similar sort of times to what we uh, we do every year. Um, and yeah, it's exciting, I think, a certain time to be to be where we are with, with what's you know, the, the position of the pitch, the position of the league and where we're going. So yeah, it's obviously ramping up to a busy time where it's non-stop, but it's been something that we've been, you know, everyone's been thinking about and it's always a 365-day-a-year thing. You know, we stopped selling season tickets, I think, in September and then I'm already starting to think of next year's sort of ideas already. So yeah, it's been a long time coming, and it's um, yeah, we're excited to sort of get it out there, really.
0: And are you enjoying it?
2: Yeah, absolutely loving it. To be fair, it's um, yeah, it's really good, and you know, like I said, it's great to be able to, like I said, because it's a smaller club, you can really get in amongst it, and um you know, you're you feel like you really make a difference if you're doing something. You can see the, you know, you get to meet the actual people that you're speaking to and the fans, and you know, if you're at Man United, yeah, the fans are just a number, etc. So. You know, you you would never, ever get to meet the season ticket holders. But I think, you know, probably everyone's come in at some point. You've spoken to me at some point or come in and, and met me. And I think it's it's great that we can have that relationship with fans and, and be a bit more personable with fans. And, and that's what I really like about the club. And it's, uh, yeah, really enjoying it. So long may it continue,
0: definitely. Long may it continue indeed. Well, we'll leave it at that and that cliffhanger about season tickets. Danny, <laughs> thank you very much.
2: You're welcome. Take care.
0: The Low Strangers is proudly sponsored by the official STFC Supporters Club. The music was created by the great Matthew Kilford, and the artwork was provided expertly by John Daglish. Thanks for listening.